We're back. Did you miss us? The Pete and Maureen Mixing It Up podcast is coming up next. Well, hi, I'm Pete. And I'm Maureen. And we are a married couple of over 43 years. And uh, we try to do a podcast every week. We kind of got waylaid for about a week and a half while we were moving into our new house. But we are here now. And oh my God, Maureen, how the world has changed since we closed the door on 40th Street. It's crazy, isn't it? It's, this has been like something out of a Stephen King movie. Uh, it seems like it was just a few weeks ago, and it was, where we were hearing about this mysterious virus over in China that was affecting people. And in the space of a month, it has become a worldwide pandemic. And now look at it. Everybody's on lockdown, including us. Right, right. We're stuck in here and uh, not a bad place to be. We're enjoying our new house, but uh, it's getting a little stir crazy. Yeah, yeah. It's like social life is gone. It's like, where's our diners? Where's our restaurants? Can't even meet our friends. No, no. You know, uh, I mean, I, I even hate to, like, to even ask anybody to come over because you're not supposed to be going out. So we are hunkered down here. Uh, I am working from the house. I'm actually broadcasting from the back room, which eventually will also become our podcast studio. Right now, uh, we're because back. Because they can see that we're, online, we're, you know. We're, we're <laughs> back in our... Uh, oh, I wish you could have seen the face he just gave me. We're back in our new dining room. And, uh, and of course, that's where we used to do our old podcast. So it's kind of like... Old home week. But eventually we will make our way back to the studio uh, and the back of the house where I'm doing my, uh, my radio traffic reports from. But, uh, you know, this has just been a mind-numbing turn of events. Something that started out as news reports out of China, and now the United States is locked down. You can't go out. People are working from home. People are losing their jobs, unfortunately. Uh as you guys know who follow our podcast, we know a lot of people who own restaurants and diners, and those places are closed now except for takeout. And, you know, I was talking to uh, George over at the Mark Twain in Union, and he Huck said... Finn. Uh, Huck Finn. And, uh, sorry, George. Uh, and he was like, this ain't going to cut it. This ain't going to do it for us. We can't, can't rely on, on takeout. So... Uh, God only and God only knows how long this is going to go on. This we originally were all hoping that this would just be maybe a few weeks, some few months. Now they're talking maybe the entire summer. We've heard it, it might be a year because there's no vaccine available right now. So it's a, it's a really scary proposition. And it, it, as time goes on, it's only worse. I mean, you know, people. Our, my daughter with uh, her with our granddaughter has to figure out childcare. People are not getting necessarily paid for their time off, so they're forced to take their vacations. And the times that they were figuring on taking vacations to accommodate the kids being off, now that's not going to be in the pocket anymore, and uh, they're stuck. It, it's affecting everything. Even uh, for me as a radio traffic reporter, there's no traffic. So what we have had to focus on now is we have a different audience. Uh, rather than people who are going to work every, every day, 
to their office, to their plant, to their schools. Uh, now the broadcasts are directed at the people who have to be on the road because they have essential jobs. The first responders, the people that are going to hospitals, the people that are going to testing facilities, and, and we're trying to sort of keep them abreast of well, what's happening out there on the highways. It's still a very vital source of information. It's still a vital I mean, source. People need to know, the people that do need to be out and about need to have the right information. Yeah. So Yeah, and, uh, but the audience has changed. That has changed, but uh, radio stations still need to be having traffic reports because there are people, although a certainly a smaller number, there are people that have places to get to. And for those of us who are uh, working in the traffic business, we are going to continue to do that for you as long as we possibly can. And we will we'll ride this thing out with you. So what are we doing here in uh, the Torriello compound <laughs> to keep ourselves busy? Well, you watch a lot of television. We do. You binge watch a lot of your favorite shows. And uh, moving in here, I guess, is sort of a blessing because it gave us a lot to do. And we, I have to tell you, we ducked a bullet on we this because I was just talking to uh, to John Dunn who did our mortgage and John said the real estate market in just a few weeks has been crushed and the people that are getting mortgages now he told me they're paying a point and a half higher than we were paying so the mortgage rates are going up uh, You, if you're a realtor how do you show a house? I guess it's you have not to a, do it virtually you, online yeah. you know and but people, not, people want to see a house. They want to walk in and, well, and tour. And, and, and you and I both know from our experience of looking online at the houses versus seeing them in person, Yeah, photography can really mask a lot. It can be very, very tricky. Uh, even in this house, we moved in, and it's in pretty darn good shape, but we wound up replacing the HVAC, not because it had to be replaced, but it was 16 years old, and we knew that going in. Nobody really misrepresented it. Uh, a lot of the stuff that they do when they flip houses is cosmetic. Make it look nice. Right. So we have the, you know, the, the new paint and the, the beautiful uh, Corian kitchen top and the beautiful deep sink and the, the stainless, steel, stainless appliances. steel appliances and <laughs> shiny floors. And yes, open concept. Hardwood floors, folks. So it's, it's lovely. But the HVAC was 15 years old. The hot water heater was 10 years old and rusting. So we've had to change that. Uh, we have a French drain, which is a, a drain that goes around a portion or maybe the entire perimeter of your house, and it directs water into a sump pump. Here in Madison Park, we flood. And uh, the house that I grew up in here in the park did not flood, but we were on the top of a hill. Mm-hmm. And here, unfortunately, the backyard slopes toward the house. So we have a sump pump, and today it is raining like a son of a gun, and the sump pump is going like crazy. But at least it's doing what it's supposed to do. It's doing what it's supposed to do. So we have to be grateful for that. But we did find a small portion of the wall that's maybe, maybe four or five inches. There is a seam between the basement floor and the wall where we do have water coming in. And it's creating a puddle right now. It's it's kind of under control. If it keeps raining for another day or so, I don't know what we're going to be looking at down there. But uh, the sump pump seems to be kind of keeping it at bay. So we may <laughs> we may be spending a little bit more money on some remediation down there. Hopefully, nothing too uh, too major league. 
So it's been busy over here, and it has kind of kept our mind off what is going on outside. I went shopping Saturday. Yes, you did. And uh, went over. The, the shop right is all of five minutes from the house, and I got over there. I missed senior citizens' time. 6 to 7.30 is the senior citizens' time, and I got there at 7.30. It wasn't too crowded. People seemed to be in a pretty good state of mind. Well, it was early in the morning. They didn't get pissed off yet. <laughs> yeah, and, and of course, it's still early in this lockdown. Right. You know, right. a couple of months from now, people may be ready to freaking explode. <laughs> but everybody seemed to be in a pretty good humor. Uh, only a very small number of people had the face masks on. Well, you know, this is something we've we've talked about off the air, and uh, I'm not quite sure what the exact uh, right information is, but originally I was under the impression that the face mask was more to protect other people. That's what I heard, too. And really not so much yourself. really doesn't protect you if you're coughing or sneezing or something. And you put the mask on, at least you're not spreading it to someone else yeah. so easily. But if you're thinking it's going to protect you the answer to that is probably not but i don't know now because now it seems like they're promoting it in a different way than they did when they first started so i'm, I'm not really sure what the most up-to-date information is on that and i don't understand the run on hand sanitizers which if you are carrying one down the street you will be mugged <laughs> so you know keep it out of sight but again you don't need hand sanitizer. Hand sanitizer is to replace soap and water. If you have soap and water, you're good to go. What they're telling you, and I know you're probably sick of hearing it, but medically it is correct. You have to vigorously wash your hands. What do they say for 20 20 seconds? Basically sing happy Happy birthday. birthday. But you have to wash vigorously because it's actually the, the, the movement of rubbing the hands together that does a lot of the work of pushing the germs off your skin. So you wash your hands very vigorously for 20 seconds. Yes, we are all going to have hands that look like pine cones (laughs) when this is done. I saw a very funny thing on Facebook where they said, you know, pick a song that you like and, you know, wash your hands vigorously to it. And they showed these like wrinkled, pruny looking hands. And it was like, but don't pick Inagata Davida. Yeah, I was going to say, you know, <laughs> don't sing MacArthur Park because your hands will be bleeding. <laughs> your, your, you know, your hands will be in about as bad shape as that cake melting out there in the, in the rain <laughs> in MacArthur Park. But, you know, I, I appreciate the humor. Uh, you you got to have now. a sense of humor. you got to have it. You've got to have a sense of humor. There's a lot of funny stuff on uh, on the Internet. <laughs> Our daughter, <laughs> she works in a bank. Yeah. So she's essential personnel, and she's been going into work. And you would think that bankers, mm-hmm. and most bankers, are very straight-laced. And Kim is very professional, and she does a wonderful Top job. Top of the line. And, you Top know, of the her line. customers love her. Yeah. But... She also has her father's sense of humor. And she posted a picture today. I guess they had her clean the bathroom and sanitize the bathroom. So she's got a picture of the toilet with the blue water in it and the seat up. And on the floor, about six feet away from the toilet, she's got a sign that says, please keep, please, please use from a distance, uh, you know, respect social the distance. social distance, yeah. distancing. <laughs> Uh, yeah, you know, we should have had, had the uh, the phone hooked up to play the video that she shot of the woman that went in there. Well, 
without the video, it doesn't. It wouldn't make much sense. Yeah. It, you know, there wasn't a lot of audio with it, but it was pretty funny. Yeah, yeah. So a good sense of humor will help you get through it. We will get through this. The bottom line is, when are we going to get through it? We don't know. Nobody knows. Uh, as they say, we're trying to flatten out the curve and get through this as quickly as possible. And the best way to do it is to isolate yourself. And unfortunately, that means, you know, no bars, no restaurants, no diners, no social life. Stay home. Stay six feet apart from friends and family. Uh, yeah, it's going to be a bitch for however <laughs> long this is going to take. But if we all follow through on this, we will beat this thing. And uh, I know the president has been working on uh, getting industry and getting the drug industry like full speed ahead. Let's get the vaccine developed on this. Let's get it through the FDA. Let's do what we got to do to do this. And I have to say, I'm not a Donald Trump fan, but I am pleased with the way that he has handled this, because if there's one thing that he understands, it's business mm, yeah. and how business works and how to get these guys. And he's got a lot of high, high powered friends in the industry so he can call them together and say, look, what what do we have to do to beat this thing? And what what blockades do we need to take down to get this through to the people sooner? So in that regard, I'm I'm kind of pleased with him. And that's as far I don't want to well, get time, into politics on tell, the podcast, you know, time but will tell. I'm I'm okay with it so far. So far, uh, if you know if we don't see a, a flattening of mm -hmm. the curve soon, then I think public opinion is is going to change. And I wonder, like you know, if we don't see a flattening of the curve, my microphone is. You notice my microphone is like drifting down here. It's <laughs> like I don't have this thing. It's on a big boom, folks. At like you use in a radio studio, and you got to crank it really tight to keep it from <laughs> drifting. So let me give that. But what I was going to say is, if, if you know, if all this stuff doesn't start showing some results, are they going to evaluate, reevaluate? You know, like if if you know, it, because the damage to the economy is so severe. If you know, if if staying home and closing down the stores and everything and the non-essential services works, then yay, thumbs yeah, up. Did the right but if thing. it doesn't, yeah, now you've got all these people that are like maybe going to lose their house, maybe going to you know be out of work, businesses that will never reopen again. I don't know. They're I, saying that very... potentially this could be worse than the what was it eighty two that we had the big. The big I economic no, sometime in the 80s, recession. Yeah. Some one friend of mine was a Wall Streeter, and he said it actually was a depression. But nobody wanted to use that word. But in his opinion, it was a depression. And they're saying what could happen now might make that look like kid stuff. Well, I would think so because it's affecting so many sectors of the population. Yeah. The other I, one was more financial. You know, funds and banks and things like that. This this is down to the nuts and bolts i mean when you go to the store and you can't buy meat yeah because the, the shelves are clear you can't get toilet paper you can't get paper towels it, it you know that that's a whole different ball game yeah it has really put the entire national economy into reverse you know not just stop but it's like all engines reverse now 
So we've got to get through this as quickly as we possibly can. And the best way to do it is stay home, keep washing your hands. It's really simple stuff. It's stuff you should be doing anyway. You should do anyway during cold and flu season. The same thing that you do to try to avoid the flu, to try to avoid a cold, is the same thing that you're going to do to stay away from coronavirus. And down the road, we will beat this thing. And they said they'll start to lessen up on the restrictions when it appears that the the number of cases has peaked Mm -hmm. and it starts to fall off. But they want to make sure that it goes down enough that they know we're through because they're worried that this thing might come in waves. Yeah. And then what are you going to do with that? I know. And it's it's such a new virus. It's a brand new one. So that we don't know. They don't know. They don't know how it behaves. Uh, They are pretty sure that it spreads by contact touching your eyes your mucous membranes will get you folks mucous membranes will get you in trouble every time (laughs) touching your eyes touching your nose touching your mouth and we all do it yeah of course i'm a notorious nail biter and one of the filthiest things that you can do is bite your nails because you've got all that dirt underneath the nails and i'm notorious for doing that uh it's not like it's not like there's some big coronavirus cloud that is wafting through like, you know, like a poison gas cloud. It's not like that. It's really virus on surfaces being transmitted from one person to the other, but it's not this mysterious cloud. So the more that we can isolate ourselves, the safer we're going to be. And hopefully the sooner we get through this nonsense. Well, we're here. (laughs) Yes, we're here. We're, we're here and we're still unboxing a few things, but I think we're about, what would you say, we're about 90% settled now? We did pretty well. You know, uh, all the important stuff is out and pa- uh, unpacked and in its place. Uh, we still have, uh, I, I like decorating, so I have a lot of Some pieces of, artwork, of artwork, artwork and things like box. that that I haven't quite decided which wall, what's going on. But, um, you know, that that's... That's the main thing that's left upstairs here. Uh, we have boxes of miscellaneous things down in the basement that can wait. Um, at some point, I wanted to go through all the family photo albums and see if I could consolidate them and, you know, organize we them. We have in some boxes way. and boxes of loose pictures that used to be in photo albums that people took out of the photo albums, or they just. We've got photo albums here that go back to like the 1930s, and they just fell out. And and we there were some. If you remember, in our old house, we had a uh, I don't know if it was when the hot water heater broke, or there was something where we had a massive amount of water. We had a couple of floods in the basement, and we didn't, and we hadn't realized that it encroached into the area where our photo albums were stuck. And they, in, in those days, and they, they were, were in cardboard, in cardboard boxes, and they got boxes. destroyed. So when we discovered that, we had taken them out, and, you know, the, the photos that were salvageable, I just ripped out of the albums because the albums were a mess. The mm. albums were moldy. They were falling apart. But there were some pictures that were still okay. So I just took them out with you know, a view towards at some point getting another album, organizing and putting them back. But guess what? That was like 10 years ago and they're still sitting in the box. But now that we're here and... uh, And we've got time on our hands. And we've got time on our hands. So, uh, you know, 
that may be something, a project. Now, I'm very pleased to report, ladies and gentlemen, that they did not close the liquor stores. Well, that's essential services. That is essential, <laughs> believe me. And as this thing goes on, that will become increasingly essential. <laughs> you know, so I, I can get to my Merlot. I just Merlot. thought that was a curious decision. I mean, <laughs> I'm not complaining. No, I like my Bailey's once in a while right. or a little wine. I, I'm good with that. Yeah. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not objecting. But I just thought out of all the different businesses that they did close the fact that they thought that a liquor store was essential was it's kind essential. of amusing to it's me. essential <laughs> <laughs> it'll get more important going forward uh, but again how do you if you're driving down the street and they pull you over because you're not supposed to be going out how do you say well i was going to the liquor store i need alcohol now because it's medicinal it kills germs i was just going to gargle with it officer <laughs> You know, how do you explain to somebody that it's essential for you to get to the liquor store? And the, and the other thing is, you know, I, and again, there's no way to tell what, what where people are really going when they're in their car and whether they're getting out or whether they're violating any rules. So it's a very hard thing to enforce. But I know for myself, like right about now, I would enjoy just taking a ride in the car, not not going out anywhere, not mixing with anybody. But this is the time of year when, like, Branchbrook Park has its cherry mm. blossoms. And I thought, gee, I, we should just take a ride and go through and just, just appreciate it's the probably beauty. probably closed. They probably have it all closed uh, well, up. Well, I don't know if they would have it closed, but if, you know, if you're riding through and some, the cop could theoretically pull you over and say, well, you're, you know, where are you going? You're not going to work? You're not going to essential services? Here's a fine, Because in our company, they were issuing letters uh, explaining, I, I think it's through uh, Homeland Security, and our company was issuing letters to those of us uh, that are key personnel, essential personnel, that it was okay for us to be on the road, and we, we could get it from our, from our company. Mm -hmm. Now, I don't think I need that. Uh, it'd be cool if I had it, <laughs> but I don't think I really need it because I'm working from home. Right. But it, it you know... I, I'm not sure that 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 is that that telling people they can't go out in their car is so helpful. I mean, I think it would be uh, helpful for your mind and spirit to be able to just get out and get some fresh just air. Just say and I'm ride going around. for a ride. Yeah, I'm just taking a drive, right? even just around the park here. Yeah. Um, now I know there are people that will say, "Well, just go out and take a walk." Take but a I walk. can't take a walk. Yeah, I'm I'm too mobility restricted and. I, I, I can't. That's not an option for me. But I would dearly love to get some fresh air one of these days and yeah. be out. Well, we'll just turn mm -hmm. up the fans on the new HVAC, <laughs> the HVAC system that we have in here, and there'll be plenty of fresh air coming in. Oh, that's, that'll work. <laughs> Somebody uh, that I work with said to me, you have contractors in your house? How do you have contractors in your house with the coronavirus? They were deemed essential personnel. Contractors, electricians... Plumbers, uh, liquor stores, <laughs> <laughs> supermarkets, uh, those are all essential operations. So if, if you have a, a project going on in your house, they should be able to complete it. So I think we should be done with ours tomorrow. I hope so. Before, the next, before the next thing that we have to tackle. Right, right. So that's kind of where we're at right now. Uh, trying to keep a, a stiff upper lip. And get through this. Oh, and we will. 
Yeah, we will. We just don't know when. Right. But it'll happen. I miss my echo tap on Friday. You know, and it's only <laughs> been a few sangria. weeks. You know, it's just, wow. We must sound like real winos, you know. <laughs> but echo tap was our Friday uh, yeah. fun day starting off the weekend. And, uh, you know, it was a, a guilty pleasure. We'd, have, we'd treat ourselves to some sangria, and they had the best sangria around. And uh, something we look forward to every week. A lot of great diners. Uh, we have been diner shopping here in Old Bridge. Before the restrictions. Went Before the place. restrictions. We and found three. We found three. And now this is where you and I disagree. I'm Because <laughs> there's none of them that I'm really crazy about. Right. Like Maplewood Diner, Pete Kikianis and, and family love the Maplewood Diner. Parkwood. Why don't why am I all jumbled up on on where it's things all are? That, so you didn't get it, out the fresh air. It's like it's like you I'm, didn't have any I'm out of the neighborhood <laughs> three weeks and I'm already like screwing things up. Uh, Parkwood Diner, uh, the Maplewood Diner, and uh, Huck, Finn. Huck Finn, George and, and his family, all great diners, all great diners, and they were all like within five minutes, ten minutes of the house. The nearest diner here is probably about five minutes. And it's kind of, eh, you know I mean, the one I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, I mean, the food is good. The food the, is good. The surroundings are a little sketch. It's kind of, it's kind of skeevy. It, it kind of seen better days. Um, I mean, the, nothing, nothing their inspection like, sticker said conditional satisfactory. <laughs> so they found some issues in there when right. they, when they did the inspection. There's another, there's another two that are pretty decent. Well, Again, we differ. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm I'm starting to like the one on Route Nine okay. better. Yeah. The Bridgeway. Right. I'm starting to like that a little bit more. I'm a little less critical of it. They just got to fix their sign outside. <laughs> it just says "I" on no, it. No, it does it's not. A, it's a neon sign. It's all busted up. It it's seen better days. Fix but, your sign. But there's that's probably very appearances expensive. matter. It's probably very expensive. You know what else bothers me in there? And you, you heard me uh, yes, ranting about yes. this. There are basically two kinds of light bulbs out there, folks. There's the, the soft white, and then there's the ones that are very bright, and they give off this bluish light. We have them here in the house. They're very bright, and they look very blue. They call them daylight bulbs. Wait a minute. I'll, I'll turn the microphone so they can see it. All right. Could you turn that? Just turn the <laughs> mic up to the ceiling. You see, if you're looking up at the ceiling... You can see our uh, very bright bluish bulbs that we have in the ceiling. Uh, and this diner that we went to had a combination of, they have these big globe lights. And some of them had the blue lights in them. And some of them had the other ones. And I was like, either you use all the blue bulbs or you use the regular bulbs. You use that, they call it cool. When it's bluish, it's cool. And when it's more toward the reddish, it's warm. So either use one bulb or the other. But when they're mixing the bulbs, it's because the people that are running the diner don't know anything about light bulbs. So probably, to, probably so a light just, bulb blew out, and that's all they had. They are they light bulb challenged, Maureen. Oh, they probably, you know, they probably had a mixture of light bulbs. One blew out. They just screwed another one in. Didn't think about it. They Some have break. they have light bulb syndrome. And which is the next great disease that is going to sweep the nation after the coronavirus, the light bulb syndrome, where people don't know what the right bulb is to put in the ceiling. 
and we must stop. We're going to have a telethon. No, I, I, I we're going to we're going to resurrect going to, Jerry Lewis. I'm not part and of he's going to cry at the end. I'm not part of this. And we're going to have a, t- a telethon to fight light bulb syndrome. <laughs> <laughs> Why do I love this man? <laughs> Well, we're going to get out of here. We've probably bored you all enough, so we're, we're going to uh, park it for a little while and uh, go inside and watch a little bit of television or, I don't know, or play Canasta or... Yahtzee. Yahtzee or... Yeah, when we were packing at the old house, my daughter was going to throw out the Yahtzee game, and I said, no, you probably don't want to do that, Kim, and she's like, yeah, one of these days, Mom is going to say... Hey, I have an idea. Let's play a game of Yahtzee. <laughs> we have. N- I don't think I've ever played Yahtzee. Oh, sure, we have. Have I played it with you? Yeah, yeah. I know we, we used to have a couple of rounds of Strip Monopoly, which was always oh, uh, no, no, no. Which was always fun back in the day. <laughs> I, gee, I can't pay the rent. What am I gonna do? Well, I'm sure we can figure something out. <laughs> hey, listen, everybody, just. Uh, do the right thing, as Phil Murphy says. The right thing to do, which is stay home as much as you possibly can. Keep washing your hands, social distancing, yada, yada, yada. We will get through this and maybe pray a little bit too. So until next time, we promise we'll be here next week. I'm God Pete. Billing, and I'm Maureen. And goodbye. God bless you. And thank you. Thank, thank you, you for, for listening. listening.